0: Welcome to the brand party podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started! Nadia Beja is a career coach with a passion for helping people leave behind toxic workplace environments. She's also passionate about helping people build their confidence, get unstuck and out of their own damn way. Nadia's mission is to not only help people design more fulfilling careers, but help organizations put the human back into the workplace. Thank you so much Nadia for joining the Brand Party podcast today. It's so nice to have you part of it. So, I want to dive in and ask you first off, how does brand party resonate with you?
1: And I think we're really similar in that way, Christine is like I'm a big believer and in bringing in the fun into all aspects of our lives. Brand party, just even as a word, I mean, obviously resonates with me because hello, party. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to bring the party to everything, right? And then, you know, the podcast in general just does a really great job at sharing actionable tips on branding and showing that it isn't as complicated as we make it, right? And shows that we can make the entire process a bit more fun. And again, that's really why it resonates with me because I'm a big, big believer of bringing the fun into everything that we do, whether it's, you know, your branding with your business or you know in my case uh, career planning like really bringing in that fun into all of the aspects of it
0: yeah we do not need to make it hard for ourselves <laughs> oh, right. right <laughs> i'm curious to know what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now
1: first of all sort of take a pause because a lot of the time when we just think about something every day, all day, when we're in the shower, when we're sitting on the couch when we're eating all this stuff, you, what ends up happening is you actually get stuck in that energy of stressfulness. So first of all, I would say, take a break. <laughs> take a break, half a kick Kat. I'm joking. Um, yeah, you deserve it. Right. But I would say to sort of actually pause and step away from it for a while and give yourself that permission to just you know not think of it for a while and then really just look at it like i know you're always talking about a 360 approach and i think it's really important to look at it like that go really internal and ask yourself what do i really want this to represent is it a mixture of personal branding How could this represent who I am and what I want to bring to the world, what my mission is? And think about it like, you know, more on that internal front than even stressing or starting to think about the colors and the logo. I think it's important to really start from the inside, which is what is my mission? What do I want to represent and what do I want people to feel? when they look at my brand.
0: And that's something that's so overlooked also. I think that inner work is something that people bypass because they don't want to get to the core of who they are. It's a very loaded question. Um, So it's kind of a reality check moment, whether people are applying for their next job or they're in the thick of owning their own business. You need a brand today and are still selling yourself and your message of why you are the way you are and how you're going to be able to help people. So why do you think that everyone needs a brand? And when you say
1: everyone, it's important to also think like not only business owners need brands, right? Let's say you're somebody who is looking for a new role and you work in the corporate world. It's important to have a brand either way, because if you're on the career side of things, you want to know what you represent, right? In whatever role you're in, you want to know what you represent as a, let's imagine as a project manager. And you want to know what your values are, because that'll actually help you find a role, right? When you know what you value, you know what kind of company you want to work for et cetera. and when it comes to a business I mean if you don't have a brand how are people really going to understand who you are what you do and what you're bringing to the table <laughs> so I think it's just important to have that understanding of what you value and represent so that other people could understand what you're bringing to the table really
0: yeah absolutely and I think you make a good point about having those clear distinctions so that you can make those decisions whether it's a good fit for you or not and then move on from there exactly (laughs) so what are the three major differences between a personal versus business branding would you say
1: i mean first i think it's also important to know that in some cases a business brand does have a combination of personal branding and this is true to majority of online coaches for example right and even true to you and me christine right our brands are really based on us so that difference is when it comes to a personal brand it really revolves around the individual person so in the case of us it involves it's a mixture of business and personal branding. In the case of somebody who, again, is creating a brand for their career purposes, that's all personal branding. The difference really is with personal branding, it revolves around what your values are as an individual, what you represent and stand for in that X role and what you value in your future employer. Like I only want to work for companies that do X, Y, Z or that believe in X, Y, Z. And if you're doing it, looking at personal branding on more of the business side, this is what I value. And that's what you're putting out there in your branding. Whereas I think if you're looking at the more strict definition of business branding, like a company like McDonald's or Google, that branding is based around the company as an entity as a whole so the core values and pillars of the company as a whole not the individual person who created Google right it's based more on the whole and then I think the next difference would really be the target audience if you're like a strict business branding or if you have a combination of personal and business your target audience is gonna be your ideal client whereas if you're a personal career brand specifically, your target audience is gonna be your potential employer, whoever that is. So the way you're writing, you know, what's on your LinkedIn, all that fun stuff, you're gonna focus that on attracting a new employer, whereas somebody who is has business branding, your LinkedIn, for example, is going to focus on attracting your ideal client. And number three, probably acquirement or of a tagline. If you're, again, if we're going to talk more about the career branding side of stuff, I don't think you really need a tagline. (laughs) Project manager for all the big companies. Like, I don't know, you can potentially use one, but I don't (laughs) think it's such a big requirement. But for a business, you do want to have some sort of, you know, tagline, something that maybe oh, when people think of Christine, they think of that line. Or, you know, when they think of so-and-so, they think of that line. Because you want your brand to, you know, have a little short and sweet maybe sassy <laughs> line that reminds people and it's like oh yeah that's Christine's line right
0: yeah mhm i think that's good to differentiate what you yeah. really do need especially when you're starting out as you evolve your brand and your business what those essential things are clarifying our values and mission can really help dictate our brand culture so specifically more on the business side of things with the concept of a brand 360 that experience of how people interact with your brand so essential so from employees to the founder themselves it can really emulate this internal company culture but how can business owners make sure that that's reflected in their external qualities to their audience yes i actually love this question
1: company culture is something that whether you have one employee or you have 10 employees it's so important because Having that foundation and that internal culture, it does come across, right? So let's imagine you have three employees and on the outside, you have this beautiful branding. You seem like you're an inclusive, diverse company. You have a podcast and you interview people from all walks of life. And then you go inside your business and maybe you've been stressed. So you've been treating your employees not too well, or maybe you don't have as open communication as it looks like you do on the outside or like whatever it is, you actually want to really take a look at what your internals look like, and really build a strong foundation to grow from. When it comes to branding, we talk a lot about, or businesses, about having that strong foundation. And the reason it's important is just because whether you have one employee, if you're treating that person kindly and right, and you're being a good leader, that's going to be what you're doing with 10 employees. If you're treating that one employee like, shit, mind my French, (laughs) you're going to do the same with 10 employees, right? And then what's going to happen is that word of mouth that gets out. So what you want to do is create an internal environment where the people who work with you for you are your number one fans, right? And being the kind of leader that asks, hey, what can I do for you? The other thing that we get confused about or we misconstrued maybe is that, oh, um, my employees need to be asking me what they can do for me. No, you're the leader, but you need to... Make sure it's understood that you're supporting them, that they can ask you, like, hey, you wanted me to do this, but we're missing this information. So I think it's just really important to really look at what you're representing externally and looking on the inside of your company and asking yourself, okay, do I have two images going on here, right? Mm -hmm. and hey if you're a little bit unsure on how to do that you know hire help like the same way that we hire business coaches and all this stuff organizational design is a thing my background is in the advertising agency world and so you could imagine these companies on the outside are amazing, you know, all the awards, all this stuff. And then you get on the inside. You're like, what is this shit show? <laughs> like, like, you know, it doesn't match. And then what happens, you have huge turnover because of people on the inside, your employees are not happy. They're not being taken care of. So it's almost, I would say more important to make sure your internals are right. than think about your rebranding, right? hmm it's so important. It's the difference between having a raving team versus having team members who like can't wait to no longer work with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's such a ripple effect. And I think the biggest thing that you've mentioned that I've taken away from that too, is that empathy is such a big key component. And I always say care is the best marketing strategy. And it's so reflective in that brand 360 of how people interact with you, whether it's internally or externally. But it can be even as subtle as things as if your value is transparency, for example, then list your prices on your website. It's like very subtle, but it's a great way to still Emulate your core values in little details like that that go a long way. So when people are applying for jobs or you're looking to pitch yourself for projects, it's going to go a lot further for you and you're not only talking to the talk anymore you're walking the walk yeah and like one more thing to add like the same way that you treat your clients like very specific way
1: because you want to make sure they have good things to say about you it's the same with your employees right you want to make sure they have great things to say about you imagine yourself okay if I was being reviewed on glassador.com <laughs> what would I want people not to say? Or what would I want people to say, right? So think about that. And I know it's easy to sort of sometimes take out stress on your employees. But even like, again, be straight with them. Hey, you know, I'm having a really bad day today. So let's maybe move this meeting to tomorrow, right? Like set expectations. Yeah, set expectations, be a human. They're human too. Incorporating other certain like human aspects in your company culture is important too. Like things like your employees not being afraid to tell you they need to leave or end their work day early tomorrow. We're human. Sometimes maybe some of us have kids. You have a graduation to go to. You have an appointment to go to, right? Having that human aspect as a leader is really important too so that your employees feel comfortable saying like, hey, Christine, I have an appointment tomorrow. Okay, no worries. Especially in a space for a lot of us where our businesses are completely online, (laughs) even more and more important to bring the human back into the work. Please, and you know really focus on the human. being the kind of leader that asks hey how can i support you guys in launching this project we're working on
0: yes thank you for sharing that yeah. you take nothing else from this episode this <laughs> is <isn't> it <laughs> be, be nice it. kind human <laughs> the human first people be human <laughs> yes yeah. and so you touched on some really great moments too about being able to enjoy the work that you do because then why are we even doing it What are some of the tips you provide your clients to form happier relationships with their work? Yeah. So I have so many, (laughs) so I'm going to try to keep it short and simple.
1: The first thing I really like to start off with is telling the person to sort of audit the boundaries that they currently have with their work. When it comes to workplace happiness, there are a lot of different factors involved. It could be the work environment you're in, it could be dreams and things you wanna do internally that you maybe aren't doing. It could be a lack of recognition at work, being overworked, right? So there are a lot of different factors. So the first thing you wanna do is take control of the things you can't take control of. (laughs) So number one, audit the boundaries. Are you answering emails after hours. Are you eating lunch at your desk every freaking day? (laughs) Like, wait, what are you putting into your body? Are you eating out every day? Right? So sort of looking at those boundaries you're setting and setting new boundaries. If during your audit, you realize, oh my God, yeah, I eat lunch every day at my desk. But studies do show that when you're eating like in that sort of rushed stressful way your body actually gets less nutrition from it and i would like to be transparent i'm not a nutritionist people (laughs) this is just you know like not common knowledge but things that i've even experienced and so you know set a boundary for yourself i eat away from my desk every day i bring food from home at least four days a week i once i leave the office i'm not answering emails if it's an emergency i have this in place that people know like okay It's an emergency, so let me text. I don't even think that should be permitted, but that's a whole other story. But you are put in place to create that. And if you're in the kind of work environment where it's expected for you to be online 24-7 when you're outside of work, think about finding another role. Because when it comes to our work, right, we want to have places that do respect our a life's outside of work and places that understand that there should be boundaries. But I once had a boss who said to me, hey, Nadia, I really need you to be available 24 <laughs> 7. And I still remember this because a friend of mine, I'm actually still friends with her, sat across from me. So she's like, Nadia, I looked at your face and I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and like, if you know me, I have a pretty big mouth. Christine's laughing right now because she knows. <laughs> and I, I, in order not to say something, you know, not nice, just like shook my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my boss left and my friend looked at me, Natty, would you like to go for a walk? I'm like, yes, please. And like we ran out of that office faster than I don't know what. That's like an example of where they do not respect the people that work for them. They wanted robots and that wasn't for me. So I left that workplace. So setting those boundaries, but next, being honest with yourself when you look around like, is this a future you want for yourself? Do you like what's happening right now? Do you like how you're feeling right now? And if the majority of those answers are no, or if you know you're not happy there, be honest and, you know, start setting up a plan to exit that situation and find a new, you know, job and role to enter. Some of the people I talked to, some of my clients before working with me, they knew a year ago they were unhappy in their job, but a year later, they're still there. And so it's a mixture of fear because you're comfortable where you are. So get out of your own damn way is a feedback I always give. We're often just in our own way. You knew a year ago you weren't happy there. You knew a year ago you're not being paid what you should be getting paid. So why are we still there a year later, right? And it's a mixture of because you're comfortable, because you're worried that the next place will be worse. And you know what? Hey, it might be if you're not doing it right. And it might be if you are doing it right. The world we live in today, you do have that freedom, there's no such thing as not enough jobs. I think it's really based on you know how strategic you are with your job hunt and your mindset. Being confident on the dance floor doesn't necessarily mean you're confident in your deservingness for a better role or you're confident in your skills. So it's really important to build your confidence with your skills, your expertise, so that you can get out of your own way and that you're not afraid to put yourself out there. And remembering that as you evolve, your career should evolve with you. Like we're not meant to be stagnant as people and your career shouldn't be stagnant. So know that as you evolve, your career needs to evolve with you and stop comparing yourself because there's no one right career path. What you did, Christine, might not be right for me. Or what, you know, Julia did might not be right for for (laughs) Jesse. Really focus on what you want. Focus on really building your confidence so that you have that ability to encourage to step out of your own way. Sashay aside and let your fierceness fly through. Go do that thing you've always wanted to try. And if you are unhappy at work. Don't want to put all your freaking eggs in that one basket. Like have your passions outside of work. Your work right now isn't doing it for you, isn't making you happy. While you create your exit plan, make sure you're doing things that are making you happy outside of work. Whether it's like going to that dance class, taking a sewing course, going to the winery, whatever it is, like do the things you're passionate about on outside of work. I strongly believe that you should always maintain those passions, even if you are happy at your work. And like even for you, Christine, as entrepreneurs, like you know, you do it, I do it, we do all kinds of other stuff. Like I know you're, you're always doing dance classes or yoga. So it's important to do that kind of stuff and, and really incorporate weekly movement as well.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly. It's a nice break, but also a lot of clients just naturally have come through speaking about what you do. Cause you know, one of the top questions is undeniable that people ask you, Oh, hi, what's your name? What do you do? Right. And it just will naturally pop up in conversation. If you happen to be doing something that you're enjoying already and you're authentically present and there and showing up, people are going to ask you. So you're not going to like hide that as well. And it's planting those seeds that I think are really important.
1: Having those various things to share and having fun. Our best ideas come when we're doing something else. (laughs) Even for me, like, oh, like I get in a ha moment when I go for that walk that I've been wanting to go for. That's why it's important to like have that movement. And plus it helps you focus more (laughs) when you're doing something active, like at least a few times a week and it just brings a different energy to your life.
0: So cue the dance parties for sure.
1: (laughs) When it comes to our careers, you know, sometimes there's this misconception I feel that, oh, it's like a normal part of adulthood to hate our lives and hate our jobs. And this is just the way it is. And I'm a really, really strong believer that that is not true. (laughs) So I'm on it like with my brand, which is... uh, dump your boss. Um, I'm really on a mission to debunk the idea that that's normal and this idea that oh but there's not enough jobs and this and I need more certifications and all this stuff and the truth of the matter really is you have a lot of skills already, you have a lot of expertise already and you do deserve more. We're like confident on the outside but deep down there's something telling us in our mind that we're not deserving of better. Like no more settling people. (laughs) Like so many of the people like that reach out to me, I see so much magic in them, but they're not letting it out because of the fear or because they may not feel like they deserve any better.
0: (laughs) I love it. Reminder of the day, you are a magical human. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) And so, okay, we're going to dive into some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) What are you currently celebrating? I just created a challenge for myself, which
1: was 30 days of movement challenge. So I completed it successfully. I think I did a total of 23, a mixture of like hot yoga and inferno Pilates. (laughs) And yeah, so that's like a big win for me. I'm like, I feel stronger. I feel more magnetic. So that's probably like my biggest win. And then I'm also celebrating, I'm going to be launching my first group program, which is all about um, making big career moves.
0: I love it. And what's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode?
1: Have fun with planning your career, and you know if you're a business owner who has employees, have fun with your employees. <laughs> like, inject some fun into your company culture, not just on the outside, but on the inside. Make your employees feel recognized, which is often the number one reason employees are unhappy, is <laughs> because they don't feel recognized. And make sure that who you are is represented, both inside and on the outside, because it's not just the external that matters, to be honest, it's the internal that probably matters more.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nadia, for taking the time to join in on the fun, on the Brand Party Podcast. Where can people find out more about you?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. So it is Nadia.dumpyourfoss. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, Nadia Beja. And then my website, which is my name. So www.nadiabeja.com. And yeah, I respond to Instagram DMs. So if people have questions, whether you're a business owner looking to uplevel your company culture, um, you know, and your organizational structure, you can DM me or if you're somebody who is in the career world and help dumping your boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can reach out to me on any of those platforms.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much, Nadia. Did you have fun? Share it with all your friends with the screenshot of this episode. The more, the merrier. Tag at brand party podcast and hashtag brand party podcast on Instagram to continue this after party.